0: I want the truth to come out, you know what I'm saying? Every time I speak, I want to shiver. You know, I don't want them to be like they know what I'm going to say because it's polite. They know what I'm going to say. And even if I get in trouble, you know what I'm saying? That Ain't that what we're supposed to do? I know if I keep talking about how dirty it is out here,
1: somebody gonna clean it up. You are listening to Milagro, baby. Milagro Grams, International Nino. Mia. Nigga Millie. you guys it is tuesday april 13th i want to give a special shout out to my little cousin Brittany. happy birthday girl (laughs) i am a little late today but never feel we still gonna have a full show and i'm gonna give y'all everything that y'all came for okay so first of all y'all know we like to get into some news so let's do that let's get into some updates on this vaccine So um, y'all know that there are at least a couple, I would say a couple of vaccines out there. Shout out to the shade room. The FDA and the CDC are recommending a pause in the use of the Johnson and Johnson vaccine as they review rare blood clot cases. So have you guys heard about this? As many Americans continue to get vaccinated on the daily basis, the CDC and the FDA have issued a joint statement um, where they're recommending a pause on the use of the Johnson & Johnson COVID-19 vaccine after six reported U.S. cases of a rare and severe type of blood clot in individuals. So in the statement, it was noted that all six cases of the rare and severe type of blood clots occurred in women from the ages of 18 and 48, and the symptoms occurred 6 to 13 days after they were given the vaccination. It was noted that the treatment for these specific blood clots is different from the usual treatments. On Wednesday, the CDC will be holding a meeting with the, advisor, uh, the advisory committee on immunization practices to review the cases to further discuss the significance of each case. So in the statement, they continued to state that the FDA will review the... Uh, they will review that analysis as it also investigates these cases. So until that process is complete, we're recommending a pause in the use of this vaccine out of an abundance of caution. This is important in part, you know, to ensure that the health, uh, the healthcare provider community is aware, you know, of this side effect and what is actually going on. Let me tell you how I feel about this situation. I'm not taking that shit. I don't even take a flu vaccine. I don't, I don't take none of that shit. I, I don't take nothing that wasn't here when Jesus was walking. Okay? I don't want that shit. Y'all sitting up here making all that bullshit, passing it out, people dropping like fucking flies. And I don't want to hear, oh, let's do this and let's do that. Have I had to take a vaccine before? Duh, I'm American. So y'all already know they ran us up in there and gave us the chicken pox shot and all kind of shit. I'm not saying that vaccines have not been effective and they haven't been useful. But let's not act like they also have not caused some type of harm. And I think it's just fairly new. They claim... Now, we, we all have done some research and we've looked into it, but they claim that this is something that they have no knowledge of. They claim they're trying to get a hold on this shit. That's what they've been telling us, correct? So, for anybody sitting up saying, well, this has been around, and done, okay, but that's not what they told us. And now they got a goddamn vaccine saying, okay, take this and you ought to be able to move around. And now they're sitting up here acting like this is fucking Nazi Germany, acting like if you don't have a particular type of mark on your ass, you might get put in some type of concentration camp or some shit. They want you to have a card that shows that you've been vaccinated or what? They're not going to help you. Look at what happened with the people who suffered from the volcano. The cruise ships came, but they didn't want nobody on there that wasn't vaccinated. Oh, they trying to uh go all type do all type of travel bans and shit like that. So, uh-uh-uh, uh-uh. I'm not feeling it. I don't want that shit. It ain't been out long enough. It ain't been tested long enough. And I feel like people should have a choice. And I think that everybody can deduce that at this point, if it was what they said it was, shit would look a lot different. And it's not. To me, to me, as far as I am concerned, the whole COVID-19 situation, that was the scheme that Todd set up to come to us with the bullshit. I, I don't have time for it. Go on, on. gone on so drink the kool-aid if you wanna and it just is what it is wow i'm gonna add this to the lineup but funk flex just came out and said that cardi b is a terrible rapper tell us something we don't know let's go ahead and add this in give me one second people give me one second because she was gonna be a little afterthought but you you hold on you hold on we got room for that yeah, really ain't much going on in the motherfucking way we can add that in we can add that in now let's get into an official statement from the family of dmx and i have not wanted to hear from anybody other than the family at this point point. and then we got a side item with all these sources coming out telling people shit shout out to t serve cold they reposted this from variety they say dmx's family issues a statement regarding his master recordings and the memorial service so let's check it out in the wake of DMX's death on Friday after suffering a heart attack, his family has issued a statement regarding rumors that have circulated regarding the masters to his recordings and apparently people selling merchandise are claiming to be raising funds for the funeral of the rapper whose born name was Earl Simmons. There have been a few rumors following our loved one Earl Simmons passing that we'd like to clear up. No one has bought Earl's masters. Additionally, we're not selling any merch or raising money for Earl's funeral. If anyone is requesting for money for his funeral, please be aware that the person is a scammer. We will keep the public posted on funeral slash memorial service arrangements and that came from his family um it says that the statement does not provide any further information about a funeral or memorial service they um announced dmx's death the family did in a statement on friday so there were rumors floating around that jay-z and beyonce had acquired his masters and they were going to give it to the family for free i knew that was some bullshit because if Jay-Z had his way, DMX wouldn't even have a way to feed his motherfucking family. So, I knew that shit wasn't true. Or if it was true, I felt like it was shiesty. So, I always side out that. So, my radio didn't report on that. Um, and so, they cleared that right on up. And they said, we don't need no motherfucking money. You know, we got everything handled. And so um that's what they said i feel like everybody should respect that and once again i think that people should take the time to um honor you know that man's life and stop with all these damn shenanigans okay now i have not wanted to talk about this but you know the time has come it's just so much going on and you can't hide from these things but i did need to take a little mental break okay so i definitely saw you guys sending this to me and let's go ahead and get into it trigger warning uh, this has to do with Dante Wright, and this is uh, as it pertains to a- another killing of a black man in America uh, for nothing more than him being black. No no reason other than the fact that he was black. So if that's not something that you want to get into, you don't want to watch and stuff like that, then go ahead and uh, exit out real quick, and then you can come back in a little bit, okay? Um, let's go ahead and get into it. So shout out to NBC News. They say Dante Wright was stopped for expired plates but driving while black may have been his quote-unquote crime. The police confrontation escalated after officers saw what could have been an air freshener hanging illegally from the rearview mirror. So, do you hear this bullshit? They saw what could have been a damn air freshener. Like the 99-cent little tree that we go by. And, And you know niggas like the black one? Yeah, that. Nigga, this shit is absolutely fucking ridiculous. And so the footage is uh, floating around social media. Um, can I rewind it? It doesn't look like I can. I don't I don't know. But let's get into the article. And y'all can go watch that video on your own, okay? If you feel like that's what you want to see. So the chain of events that ended uh, with yet another fatal police shooting of a black man in Minnesota began in what has become a typical tragedy. And isn't that sad? Isn't that sad? A typical tragedy. With a traffic stop for a minor infraction um the man dante wright who was only 20 years old so so the young man the baby in essence you know as i get older and i'm not old you know but as i get older i feel like i understand you know when people say that was just a baby just so young now that we've gotten older you know going over the hump of 25 it's like damn they killed tupac when he was 25 Like, Biggie died when he was on the same age, I think 24 or 25. Like, it really puts it into perspective for you because as we, you know, continue to grow, you know, um, in age, it's like, damn, damn. So, I'm looking at it like that is a baby. And so, he died and and let's say killed, murdered. He was murdered Sunday after a run-in with police in a suburb of Minneapolis. He was driving an SUV with expired license plates and he also ran a file of a Minnesota law. Um that prohibits motors from hanging air fresheners and other items from their rearview mirrors. So um this is one of those things that you may not even be aware of. So he had expired plates and he wasn't supposed to have anything hanging from his rearview mirror. Okay. I don't feel like that should be the end of the world and nobody should have lost their damn life behind that. I don't give a fuck. So he was pulled over for having an expired registration on the vehicle. Um, when the officer went over, an item hanging from the rearview mirror was spotted. It was after that that Gannon said that the officers discovered that a gross misdemeanor warrant for Wright's arrest had been issued. Minutes later, a gunshot rang out, and Wright joined the ranks of the other black motorists who have died after being pulled over by police. Pay attention to the wording of this. And Wright joined the ranks of other black motorists. I mean, is this something we should be proud of? Is this uh accolade? I mean... Oh, I'm sorry. You can't even see it on the goddamn screen. Is this something that we should be proud of? I feel like when I've heard Army commercials, they've said, join the ranks. And that's been a positive thing. Like, come come, roll with us. Come do something worth the damn. So what do you mean, join the ranks of other black motorists who have died? I just don't like the word. And they piss me off, every like, just all the time. Anyway. So, they mentioned Philando Castile, uh, who was fatally shot in 2016 by a Minneapolis police officer after he was uh, stopped for a broken taillight. His final moments were recorded in a powerful video. Gannon said on Monday that he believes that the officer meant to pull a taser in Sunday shooting, but instead pulled her service weapon. And uh, here he goes right here. Literally just a baby, a baby boy. Uh, and literally not the baby, but I'm saying he's just so young. And so, um let's get into what happened after that because this was another senseless avoidable completely avoidable murder by those goddamn slave catchers that that's what they are the people in blue so let's go ahead and get into this right here and this is coming from the shade room
0: as i watched the video and listened to the officer's commands it is my belief that the officer had the intention to deploy their taser but instead shot mr wright with a single bullet This appears to me from what I viewed and the officer's reaction in distress immediately after that this was an accidental discharge that resulted in the tragic death of Mr. Wright. As I watched the video and listened to the officer's command.
1: Okay. And so protests erupted after that. And, um, it's, it's, shut the fuck up, sir. It gets very frustrating as a black person in this country. To watch the media and people in positions play with your intelligence. That bitch didn't accidentally pull out no damn gun thinking it was a taser. She did exactly what the fuck she was probably trying to do. And she did exactly what the fuck many have done before her. And she did what she wanted to do. So when they continue to get up and just say shit like this. It's just like y'all don't give a damn about how we feel about nothing. They really don't. Because they wouldn't play with other people like this. And I tell you what. It really sucks. But the reason why people don't play with other cultures like this is because of what they're willing to do for the sake of they women, they children, they land, or whatever else. They didn't got out there about that shit. And so they didn't left a motherfucking impression. I feel like there's still this fear instilled in our community, you know, um, because of the people and and the systematic oppression that we face that stops us from feeling like that's something that we could do or like that's that's even an idea. And that doesn't mean go and terrorize somebody or kill somebody or do this and do that. But what I am saying is shit would be a whole lot different if, if niggas said, nah, you got me fucked up an eye for an eye. How about that? Shit would be real different because what if y'all set up as a police officer, y'all set up and killed a black man and his people came back and killed your damn family or killed the head, killed the head of your damn household. I bet your ass figure out what damn weapon in your hand then. I bet they run to your motherfucking house killing your people in the street. I bet your ass figure it out then and try it a little bit lighter. I bet they ass would think twice about it. You still some we chop off your motherfucking hand. I bet your ass won't take nothing else unless you want two nubs, ho. So, you know, this, this shit is just fucking ridiculous. They do exactly what they feel like they can do to us and what they've been getting away with doing to us for years and years and years. And it's so disheartening. And they throw this shit up in front of our faces to desensitize us. They really do. You know, they don't put anybody else's um, shit on front street like this. You ain't going to see no goddamn dead Jewish person in the goddamn street for hours baking in the motherfucking sun. You're not going to see their damn white kids laid all out. Light putting up pictures of them with their hair not combed and shit like that. You ain't never going to see that. Now let's get into this very powerful moment. Uh, The shade Room, we posted this as well. And so a protester got in the ass of this news anchor. Let's see what happened. You
0: can, you can see. see y'all be twisting up the story. You want to talk yeah. to me? Okay, cool. Don't take my mic. But we're cool. okay. what your, what's your name? What's my name? My name is my name. All right, so tell me what you think about what's going when on here. I think here. about this, yeah. is all the press and all the extra I do makes this worse you think so yes yeah we people want to protest, propaganda people shouldn't do it in front of a yeah courthouse like that you give a man i want you to be careful You
1: see okay and so um the media does have a way of portraying certain things and do they cause a lot of distractions? And do they sometimes, you know, add to the chaos? Absolutely. Absolutely. People become made aware. And it's less about what's actually happening and more about the bullshit. Y'all come and position yourselves right in front of something that looks like it could be whatever the fuck. And then y'all sit up and uh, push these damn narratives all day. And y'all stand up there and y'all try to make black people look crazy. Bitch, y'all been doing it. And I've been glad that they have been getting in y'all ass. Stop letting them people use y'all that woman oh it it was a fire i I went in the kitchen gonna get me a salt and it went blah, blah, blah. please like we we laughed and shit like that but at the end of the day that's the shit that they use to turn around and say look at they ignorant asses look at this and look at that you know what i'm saying like come on now so yeah check that bitch ass you want to come in our fucking neighborhoods for a damn soundbite well bitch i got a soundbite for your ass you about to bleep out every motherfucking word get, get your ass up out of here Ho, make them talk to their damn selves they ass ain't over there no other time when y'all need something they ain't got uh they ain't got their ass in y'all damn neighborhoods pandering so what the fuck you here for now so go on up the street jack Fuck up out of here bitch do that hoe like they did on um i got the hookup when that nigga came over the, the insurance man But get your bitch ass up out of here let me pull this down y'all ain't been able to see these headlines by a long shot all right you guys this should been bothering me (laughs) all right you guys um the shade room updated the story the police officer who fatally shot dante wright has been identified as kim potter okay so the death of dante wright who was shot by a minnesota officer during a traffic stop has been ruled a homicide per the medical examiner's office okay um the officer was a 26 year veteran so we're supposed to believe that a 26 year old veteran she didn't know or 26 year old Uh, well yeah that fits we're supposed to believe that she didn't know the difference between a gun and a taser that that's the fucking problem uh she ought not ever be i mean in a line of duty again show the what she doing the site also reports that potter has obtained a lawyer and is now on administrative leave why does she have the option to be on administrative why is she on administrative leave that bitch needs to be fired what are we investigating they kill me with this shit so the medical examiner has ruled this shooting a homicide during a press conference it was said that potter thought that her gun was a taser okay and so that is what she looks like the fucking murderer okay there she goes um let's go ahead and get into some of the protests
0: and he didn't deserve to die my nephew was a damn good kid he loved his family and we loved him accident an accident no come on now everybody in this world saw that gun you mean to tell me you thought it was a taser? I've
1: owned over a 20,000 volt taser. They don't feel nothing like a gun. It don't mean nothing. All right. Okay. And so um, those were the thoughts. That was Natasha Wright and that was his aunt. Okay. And she had, you know, the same feelings that a lot of us had. And so um, there is some unrest in the city. But here goes my thing. I definitely feel like they pump this shit up, and I'm talking about the media and certain people in positions. They pump this shit up and they do this, and then what do people do? The same shit they've always done. They want to get up. They want to protest. They want to go outside, but a lot of people are unaware of a lot of the changes that have been made to different laws in different states, and that's why before you step your ass out to do anything, you need to be aware of the consequences of your actions. There are some states where it is now legal for them to shoot you while you're out there um, protesting. Um, they have made it illegal in some places to ro- run your ass over if your ass in the street. Uh, all kind of different shit. All kind of different shit. Now, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like I know what the laws are in Minnesota, but I'm going to tell you that you need to research them before you step out. Because there have been a lot of different changes. And I feel like we will be playing right into their hands by going right outside and becoming the victim of those horrible things you know if if it was just about marching and shit like that because people were unaware so all i can tell you is to do your research and be safe that's all that i can tell you okay let's drop a bomb for that now i'm finna hit y'all up for 20 dollars in a second but i want to keep this volcano on your mind okay so we'll be running this for the next couple of days and the official money drop is on the 15th i'll see you in a second check this out
0: An evacuation frenzy. That's what the government in the tiny Caribbean island of St. Vincent is saying tonight after two massive volcanic eruptions. Thousands evacuating as ash rains down on the island of St. Vincent.
1: Tonight, the idyllic Caribbean island of St. Vincent covered in ash, eerily empty, after thousands of people told to evacuate immediately. Now, fears that rain may cause the superheated ash in the air to harden into rock. The
0: ash hole itself, if it gets wet, it forms like a cement type of texture. Where experts warn that even bigger eruptions could still be in store, this could go on for months.
1: Alright you guys, so like I said, that'll run for um, just a couple of days until we do the official money drop so that If anybody comes and they hear it, they have a well rounded understanding of what it is that we have going on. Because I might speak on it and I might leave some shit out and I might not, you know, lay it out the right way. So I just want to make sure that y'all had it like all together. So, like I said, you'll see that a couple of times until, you know, the 15th when we get that money away. And don't forget, don't send me anything until we actually do the call for it. The only people I want to hear from right now. Uh, are the people who have been affected. They say, hey, I need something. Because I would love to have you guys already lined up. And um, if it boils down to having to give it to a particular organization, then we'll do that. But I would love to give it to the people directly. Y'all know how we do. Okay? So, just stay alert, all right? Alexis she got a thousand Usher bucks. <laughs> All right, you guys. Let me go ahead and ask y'all for my $20, okay? Now, this, this ain't about chair, This ain't about volcano. This ain't... This is a different type of eruption. This is a financial eruption, okay? So, hold on. Hold on, hold on.
0: More money, more
1: money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by... The- Oh, shit. I accidentally flipped the screen too quick. But y'all know where to send my motherfucking cash. And if you don't, it's right there on your screen and you can look in the chat, okay? Let's go ahead and get into this startling revelation that came from a family member of Ben Simmons. Now, I don't watch basketball, but my husband, he's all into it. So I'll be hearing certain things and some things will be like, oh, I heard of that nigga before. And so I've heard of Ben Simmons, but I, I don't know that nigga. So let's go ahead and get into it. Shout out to T-Serve Code. They reposted this from the New York Post. So Ben Simmons' sister accuses their half-brother of molestation and shocking family drama. So, Philadelphia 76ers star Ben Simmons' family is at the center of disturbing allegations. His sister, Olivia Simmons, is alleging that she was molested as a child by the siblings' half-brother, Sean Tribe, who was also the 76ers star's manager. Tribe is believed to have no business relations to Simmons' agency, Clutch Sports Group, and his agent, Rich Paul. Olivia went public with her allegations, which she said has resulted in years of post-traumatic stress disorder, in a series of tweets beginning on April 6th. Olivia stated that the alleged molestation started when she was just three years old and that her mother, Julie Simmons, a sexual abuse survivor, according to her daughter, was allegedly aware. Julie is a main fixture at her son's games in Philadelphia. I was crying out for help. I was silenced, Olivia wrote on Twitter. In separate tweets, Simmons, who called herself a fearless survivor, wrote, these are not accusations. This is my truth. Simmons also claimed that she has medical records to further prove that she was allegedly molested as a child. Tribe has since responded to Simmons on Twitter and Instagram. Four days after Simmons' admissions, Tribe released a lengthy statement denying the sexual abuse allegations in a statement he said was from the lawyer for his family. We are deeply saddened by the false allegations made on Twitter by our daughter and sister Olivia Simmons against her brother. As a family, we're devastated that we even have to release this statement. The allegations that she made never happened. Her brother and entire family denied them. The statement continued in part. We want to be clear that we fully support women who are brave enough to speak up because they've been victims of abuse and trauma and they should be empowered to do that. But that is not what happened here. On the same day Tribe released a statement that Simmons took to Twitter to stand by her initial accusations as well as question the credibility of the statement which Tribe claimed was written by lawyers from my family. I just got off the phone with my father Dave Simmons and asked why he would make such a statement. He said what statement? That's the problem. My dad isn't his dad but he sure does use... Or, or he sure does like to use our last name for false statements that came from Olivia. And so, um, in short, Sean is trying to force me to post a false statement saying that I'm lying. Olivia tweeted after Tribe shared the statement. Olivia also clarified that her and Ben's father, Dave, who played 13 seasons in the Australian National Basketball League, is by my side through the situation. Olivia went on to claim that Tribe's statement was written by Sean Tribe, who is not a Simmons, nor is it signed by a Simmons. So let's start and end there. She said that Tribe's father's name is Philip Tribe, and my father is David Simmons. The uh, 29-year-old continued. She said, I'm many things, but a liar is not one of them. I'm never going to stop speaking because what happened to me changed me, the way I think and how safe I feel around certain people. Additionally, she tweeted out to him, I want people to know that no amount of fame money or gossip can take away the pain of thinking that you deserved your abuse i didn't you didn't it's time to end the cycle noting that the truth uh shall set you free she vowed that she'll tell her full side of the story when she is ready As for Ben, the 24-year-old star point guard who's having a stellar season with the Sixers, averaging 15 points, 7.7 rebounds, and 7.1 assists per game, has not publicly addressed his sister's allegations. Simmons, uh, who's become a strong candidate for Defensive Player of the Year, surprised Tribe with a new car for his birthday back in March. So the Melbourne-born athlete took to Instagram Live to share the news with Tribe, who cried over the generous gesture, Okay um now how do i feel about this how do i feel about this i'm gonna tell you straight i think it's fucked up that they've done that young lady olivia like this and somebody's gonna say well you've questioned a victim of sexual assault yes the fuck i have if somebody wants to come out with a story and they are ready to break down the details of that story and it does not make sense i will say that what we have here is a case where somebody says this is what happened to me and this is who did it she has not gone into detail so i have no reason to question her question what Question what? She claims to have receipts. I have not seen them. So I cannot say she's lying or telling the truth. I cannot speak to it. At this stage of development, all we can do is be here for someone who says that they were a victim of assault and a molestation. This happens in families all the time. I think it's fucked up that a statement would be written that the family said what didn't happen to her. The family be all in the goddamn house watching TV, eating spaghetti, sleep and everything else. And this happens all the time, all the time. Not being aware of something does not mean that it did not happen. That's number one. If she wasn't ready to tell her story and she wasn't ready to, you know, show and prove, I don't understand why she spoke out about it right now. Now, I will add that in. She said that she'll talk about it when she's ready. And she says that she does have medical records. If you're not ready to handle it and deal with it, why has it been brought to the public that's my question that still does not change the fact that it could have happened um you would like for things like this to be handled internally because she's accusing a family member but it is what it is okay uh sometimes things you know continue on and they grow legs you know what i'm saying when you address it and i think that the smartest thing that ben simmons can do is bounce that goddamn basketball like the fuck he been doing Okay? He don't need to make no damn statement. Because, I mean, I would think that he's not aware of what was going on. I would hope he's not aware. I think that it is imperative that he quietly make sure that he stays abreast of what's going on. I think that, off the strength of the fact that that's a human and that's your sister, I think that it would mean the world if you would show support by at least having somebody fill in for that person, for the guy, y'all have brother until you get some type of understanding. And that don't mean you have to just say, yeah, girl, I believe you're not, but you can at least uh, to me act accordingly. Okay. And then, you know what I'm saying? See what's going on. And if there's nothing substantial that can prove that he did it, then I mean, you're left with a horrible choice somebody will forever be jaded by how you decide to move on and that goes for all of the family my hope is that whoever has been affected by something like that i hope that they get the help the love the healing that they need and for anybody who's accused of that if you did not do it i hope that you get the same things in return and i hate that if it was a case that your name got slandered that that happened that's how i feel about it but i definitely think that um you know people deserve at least to be taken seriously uh, until something else presents itself Mm -mm -mm. All right, you guys, let's go ahead and get into this real quick. Businesses have paid astronomical amounts of money for logos for years. But shout out to Mac. He's made it possible for anyone in the mob to create their logo for under $30. Make incredible logos in just a few clicks. There are thousands of professional templates on the website. So everything is super easy to make and to edit. You have to create your mark to leave your mark, right? Well, visit logable.com right now so that you can get started. Alright you guys, y'all make sure that y'all go and check it out, okay? And please do not forget Want to join the conversation? Hashtag my radio on Twitter and I'll read your thoughts live on the air And if you've been watching the show and enjoying yourself How about you like the video and subscribe? Now let's get Alright you guys, just a couple of little reminders so y'all know what the fuck to do So let's go ahead and get into, you know, the crackhead chronicles I don't know if you heard about it I, I If I did hear about it, bitch, I forgot Ben Simmons and Lamar Odom let's Look at this shit Look at this shit. Okay. Ah! Bitch, how the fuck Aaron pushed him and his ass fell in the crowd. I don't I don't know if y'all need to do that. <laughs> I I don't know if y'all need to do that. Aaron looked like I mean he wants Sharp Trudeau away from the grave. Just just one. Probably barely one. And it don't even have to be Duddy. I mean, he he just looked like he on his last motherfucking leg. So Aaron Carter said, I don't give a fuck how big you are. Don't say dumb shit under your breath. The press conference went well, but don't think I'm some chump. I'll take you to church real quick. He said, I'm going to make this speech short just like this fight. Hmm. We'll see about that The bigger they are, the harder they fall Don't fucking test me How many times I gotta tell y'all jokers Nigga, you must be the motherfucking jack Look look at this footage one more time Is that Kurt Angle? You know what, I'm sorry Kurt Angle, they got you doing gigs, baby You still with the WWE? Oh, whoa, 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 whoa Whoa, whoa, whoa <laughs> Bitch, barely. Pop, hold it down. Yeah, let's see you, Melanie Monroe. Let me tell you what. I don't have time for bullshit at all, at all, at all, at all. I'm not to be fucked with. I don't want no parts of that bullshit, and I don't even think they ought to fight. I don't even think that's a fair fight. Like, why would, why would y'all let a recovering crackhead, allegedly, and obviously a functioning crack, well, barely functioning crackhead, have a tussle? Why would you allow them to to do that and take part in anything of that nature? This is what's going on. Okay, let's go ahead and check the my radio hashtag. They say for anyone who wants to donate to the GoFundMe for Saint Vincent here, uh, here's the link. The organizer has been including daily updates on the situation and even listed short, medium, and long term relief needed. So this could be one of the things that we actually um invest in or donate to if we don't find you know those particular people to send the money to directly. Okay. They said it seems as though the police department are okay with, they're okay with being labeled as a domestic group, okay? Um, mm. The Egyptians are moving their pharaohs, mummies, to a new museum, the Grand Egyptian Museum. They're rich in history that dates back to thousands of years, one of the oldest civilizations. So, if the pharaohs are still alive, this is how they throw a grand parade. So, Cupid said, this is my conspiracy. I'm wondering why all of these volcanoes are going off that haven't erupted in thousands of years. Is it because they've disrupted the spirits of the mummies? Ooh, y'all know I love me a good conspiracy theory. How do y'all feel about that? Let me tell you something. Do I think that there's something too disturbing the sacred places of, you know, um, people? Yes, I do. Am I superstitious? Yes, I am. So, I, I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I see a comment that says weather control that does exist. You know, so there are a lot of different factors that could be at play, but you never know. You never know. Ooh, all right, you guys. Let me see if y'all send my damn money. Hold on. Let me see if y'all alert and awake. It's right around lunchtime too, so I know y'all just got twenty dollars. Uh uh. money, more money, more money. Are you enjoying the show? then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my paypal because this is an independent operation this channel is funded by the people for the people so you gonna invest in a nigga or what all right you guys we have done a little updated situation and you can still uh, email me if you want your ad to run multiple times throughout the broadcast we can go ahead and set that up i gotta uh, follow up with kelly i have not forgotten about you baby uh but let's go ahead and get into this right here are you ready to bet on yourself if the is yes, then you better get into Mob Radio Slots. Mob Radio Slots is the opportunity for you to promote your brand or your business within a matter of a few clicks. And if you have $40, then you in there. Now, how do you enter? Now, we're going to keep it real simple. All you have to do is have your ad or your link ready to go. Tag hashtag Mob Radio on Twitter or at Mob's World on Instagram to get my attention. I'll select maybe two or three people. And after that, you send your payment with your social media handle in the description box so that I can make sure that it's you. And that's it. That's how you get a quick feature on my radio. May the odds be in your favor. Shout out to Blue Case Gaming over here gifting subs. I see you. <laughs> what happened? Mm. Let's go ahead and get into Niecy Nash. She had a message for you, broke-down assholes. This is a PSA. First of all, Good Sunday. Secondarily, this is a PSA for those of you who have been disrespectful in the comments or the DMs of someone who is married. I'm going to tell you, stop it, and I'm going to tell you why. One, it's disrespectful. Two, you end up in a situation where you show up to a place saying, I'm about to play myself. Why are you second best? You are not. Hmm? So don't, well, first of all, stop that. But secondarily, here's the most important part. God is never going to tell you that somebody else's spouse Girl. is your good thing. So don't be disrespectful. Stop it. Because what's for you is for you. And was for somebody else? Ah. <laughs> okay, let me tell you something. I love Niecy Nash. Girl, what the fuck was you talking about? Girl, go on to bullshit. I love me some titty ass Niecy Nash. I sure do. I sure do. Um, Niecy, while I love you, and while I get your, your message, I, I feel like you sound like a bitch who just caught they spouse maybe checking some dms and it, it i don't know why it just made me feel like that but it made me feel like that a little just barely but barely though like just to look like a pinch of salt a pinch not even salt bay just like a little bit um i agree you know what i'm saying if you are aware of the fact that someone is married why would you take it upon yourself you know to throw yourself at them why would you do that so i mean okay duh and then i mean i also feel like you know People in relationships also shouldn't be sitting up leaving particular type of comments. Then, if that's the sense. And when it comes down to the entertainment industry, because you have all of these different people, they be shooting things and going out and blurring those lines a lot. And oh, this is for work and da 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 da. I feel like people just go with the flow. And when these people in these positions are sitting up, DMing people and flying them out and fucking them and buying them cars and all kind of shit like that, I mean, they keep on doing it. It's going to take a lot of people to say no and to actually not participate in shit for it to actually stop in a substantial way. So do you have different instances where somebody, you know, does find you attractive and they do hit on you and you get that all the time? Yeah, that does happen. But you also have people who invite and entertain a lot of bullshit. And so that's also a reason why it happens so i definitely understand what she was saying and i don't find anything wrong with what she said you know telling somebody you are you don't have to be anybody's second best i mean please understand that this idea that oh well i get this and i get that and i'm on the side and i will have your brother at the end of the day you being aware of the fact that you are not the only person that's the object of somebody's affection bitch that makes you a runner up the end dead. it like shut the fuck up it sounds stupid so does everybody deserve to you know have somebody that they can call their own yes but let's also be fair not everyone wants one love to call their own so i think people need to be more honest about what they want it can't be a have your cake and eat it too type of situation you can't sit up here and and not want you know to have a spouse or a woman who goes out and be smiling all up in niggas faces but you be smiling all up in bitches faces you can't sit up and want multiple women, but, oh, you sit here. I don't want you to have multiple men. But I feel like a lot of people just need to have an open conversation and don't project your lifestyle onto other people, you know? But uh, are there people out here doing shit they ain't supposed to? Absolutely. Absolutely. But um, everybody's goal ain't, ain't one person, you know? So that's important, too. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and get into some updates. So uh, this is something going on in the background. Nothing major. Shout out to all hip-hop. There are settlement talks in the Cardi B case that has to do with the man who um, sued her because she used his tattoo that he received as an album cover. Do y'all remember? And Cardi B's defense was, well, I put it on a mixtape. It it ain't even sell like that. I ain't make no money off of that. His life ain't get changed. Oh, well, what the fuck? Literally, that's her defense. She, She literally just doesn't care. She found a photograph online. They used it like she's fucking ridiculous. So rapper Cardi B could very well end up shelling out millions of dollars to a man who insists that his rap career was ruined after she used his unique back tattoo on the cover of a mixtape. So I hope that they um have it up here. Do they have a picture? Here it goes right here. So sh- they actually found the image of him, so his back online. But then they did a whole Photoshop situation to make it look like he was performing oral sex on her. This man claims that this tattoo was so distinct that his partner actually fucking saw it and and he got in trouble at home. What the fuck you doing with your head in Cardi B's lap? Literally, that's what he says happened. And then he says that he was an aspiring artist and now, you know, he just feel like he a stock All in the hood, he didn't even know what the hell was going on. Okay, so let's get into the details, bitch. So... Uh, After months of going back and forth, because this has been a long, tiring, dumbass situation. After months of legal wrangling, in December of 2020, Cardi B's lawyers filed a motion to have the lawsuit dismissed, claiming that the album cover was protected under fair use laws. However, a judge presiding over the case disagreed and ruled that the artist had not made enough changes to Brophy's distinctive tattoo for the cover of Gangsta Bitch Music Volume 1 to be considered a transformative work. So ever since Cardi came in the game, she been copy fucking pasting. Girl, you ain't you ain't do enough, bitch. That's what they said. You did not do enough for you to try to act like you had the right to do it. Girl, you ain't no damn artist. Be quiet. So last year judge carney directed both parties to sit down and make a good faith effort to mediate the dispute to come to a reasonable settlement which was held on august 4th 2020 during an all day session but the round of talks went nowhere in december of 2020 judge carney ordered them to go back to the table to try again unfortunately neither party could reach a resolution during settlement talks held on march 19th 2021 so just just was dealing with the shit again the plaintiff believes that further negotiations at this time are not beneficial. The matter needs to be set for trial, okay? So, uh, Cardi's team wants the talks to continue. Cardi got how many goddamn cases? How many cases? How many times a week do you think this whole gotta go to a Zoom meeting for court? I mean, goddamn. Goddamn,
0: goddamn,
1: goddamn. Um, the the problem is Cardi knows that she's wrong. That that's not the issue. They know they're wrong. Cardi don't want to pay that nigga no five million dollars. That's what the issue is. So Cardi wants to settle and say, okay, we can deal with the shit, but I don't feel like it's worth, you know what I'm saying, uh five million dollars. I'm going to have to agree with Cardi. What is this situation worth $5 million? No. Because it was not an actual studio album. It, it's not something she made a grand profit off of. It, it, it was not that deep. So do I think that he deserves something? Yes. Yes, yes, yes. But $5 million? Hell no. They say $100,000? Yeah, th- come on now. This is an everyday man. This is an everyday man. That I, come on now. Shut your ass up. Shut up. Shut up. Okay. <laughs> A little hundred hour wow! So let's get into it. Cardi maintains that Brophy's lawsuit is nothing but a money grab. During a deposition, she lashed out at his lawyers, claiming his mental anguish was nothing but an act. Do you have any proof that he's distressed? This man working a damn fucking surf shop. You're not a model. Do you know that I feel like y'all know how y'all say y'all feel like y'all can hear my voice when y'all read something? I feel like I could heal her ass in court. He worked at a at, you know how she was saying damn. At a damn fucking surf shop. Bitch. Sit your ass down. (laughs) Why is you up in court cutting a rug, bitch? Sit down, okay, lady. You haven't like gone to no damn psychiatrist. How is this affecting your life? I want to know how your clients' life has been affected. How? It's ridiculous. It's wasting my time. It's wasting my money. Like, I can really be with my kid right now. Like, I'm really upset. I really I really have to be with my kid. i because of some bullshit. I, I'm trying to get money. And then $5 million. Are oh, you fucking kidding me? This bitch said this in the court of law. Child, you cannot make this shit up. They say add $1 million for her objections. I, I want 500000 for every cuss word. You will respect my courtroom, Belcalese. Pipe down. Pipe down. Order. 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 do be none of that up in here. Shit, I got your damn. Sit your ass down. So at the end of the day, Cardi, you wouldn't have been in this goddamn situation if you would be original, bitch. If you wouldn't have set up and took that man artwork out the world wide web and slapped it in between your motherfucking legs, then you wouldn't be dealing with this, would you? So I bet your ass do better next time, won't you? Okay man. So y'all do, y'all do whatever the fuck y'all gonna do. It is what it is. And, and guess what? Let me tell you something, Mr. Brophy. Don't fuck around and be like, uh, 50 cent baby mama. Y'all ass get so damn greedy and y'all call y'all ass stalling and you know, really pushing the issue and y'all ass end up with less or nothing. So do your thing, but I'ma tell you like I know, you better, you better handle your business and be smart. All right, you guys, we touched on this yesterday because I thought it was absolutely repulsive. Shout out to that So Bold. So um, this page, it was called like Cardi Guns or some shit. They got on live with this weird old lady right here. And people ran with the narrative that it was Cardi B's aunt because there were these photographs, like the one you see on your screen, of her with Cardi B. Uh, when I reported the story, I told y'all I don't have a reason to believe that that's Cardi's aunt. And Cardi has come forward and said, that's not my aunt. They said that it's just an obsessed fan. That's what they say. Now, she ain't too damn obsessed because she all up on Cardi motherfucking cheek. Don't try to write her off now. But um, that's, that's what's going on. Okay, she got online, her and one of Cardi's fans talking horrible shit about um, Nicki Minaj making up lies and just petty, ridiculous internet trolling. The reason why I went to the next level was because that page that was online with that woman, on a, on a separate occasion, they made some horrible threats towards Nicki Minaj, her husband, and their child. And I'm talking about of the most heinous regard. I, I'm going to tie up and make the parents watch me slit the throat of, these were the things being said, on Instagram, where your account can get hemmed up for little to nothing for saying COVID-19 ain't real. They were threatening the life of that baby. Some of the sickest shit I've ever heard in my life. I was so disgusted, so repulsed. And so me, you, anybody else that, um, you know, felt the same way, you know, said something about it and went online and did repost it. And we all came forward and said, Cardi B needs to say something. She needs to address it. There was a whole big goddamn campaign last week when she tried to act like the Barb's always coming for her. But everybody is fucking radio silent on this issue. Out of all of the blogs that's been set up and got some whatever type of agreement with Cardi B, that means that y'all post positive press. Why ain't y'all posted none of the fuck shit she been involved in? Y'all posted when that shit had to do with the alleged barbs. Why didn't y'all post nothing about what happened here? Why didn't y'all post what was said? And so Cardi B came out and addressed it because it was no way that she couldn't see it because everybody was like bitch you need to address it and so barty updates one of the fan pages that talk shit all day and all night cardiac like she'll never see him doing it they said there's a story going around that an aunt of cardi was on instagram live with a troll page this is false this woman is a super fan that cardi hasn't spoken to in years and the troll page is currently being investigated by authorities before i even get into cardi b's response uh party gang you said there's a story going around that an aunt of cardi's was on instagram live with a troll page this is false i don't like the way that y'all sum that up into one because what you did was you told a lie that may not be cardi's aunt that's fine but was that person on a live with a cardi b fan page yes y'all don't take the time to call it a troll when y'all want to accuse alleged Nicki minaj fans of doing something so why is it a troll today you see how they do fuck up out of here with this bullshit nah don't don't make it a troll today the name of the page was Cardi Guns and they were running a Cardi B fan page we all fucking saw it so that's just that Uh, the woman is a super fan and the, the troll page is being investigated Cardi B said not my aunt not my family the lies and trolling is getting out of hand authorities and Instagram have been made aware You know, I don't believe their asses because the bitch was online again laughing with them yellow ass, rotten ass teeth. Okay. Looking like she'd been chewing on candy corn all night. Uh, that, that, uh, uh, I don't believe it. I don't believe it. What I will say is I can't sit up and say, you need to say something. And then she say something and then, oh, fuck you. Like, you know, what did you want her to do? Were you being facetious when you said it? I wasn't. So Cardi did say something. Okay? She did say something. And that's just that. They say Cardi a snitch. Why are my people living an organic lifestyle? So you understand what I mean when I say... That once you start getting back into the groove of drinking water, water be tasting so damn good. Oh, You know, when you finally get into that groove, when, when you get past, I'm tired of drinking water. When you get past that little phase, and then your body starts craving that water, and then you drink it, and then you just feel so refreshed, and you just feel so good. I'm in that phase, bitch, and I love it. Do your research, as always, and I love room temperature water. I love room temperature water. Amen? Um, do your research on alkaline water. I heard that alkaline water can harden your uh, stomach over time. So go check it out. Check it out. Check it out. I was really disturbed by that. I don't jump on fads. So even, I've had a couple, you know what I'm saying? But I, I still drink, you know what I'm saying? Like a small water or just pH balanced water. But make sure you're doing your research when all these different things, you know, come out. And, um you know, it's trendy and shit like that. All right, you guys, let's make sure the child are aware of these services. Businesses have paid astronomical amounts of money for logos for years. But shout out to Mac. He's made it possible for anyone in the mob to create their logo for under $30, making credible logos in just a few clicks. There are thousands of professional templates on the website, so everything is super easy to make and to edit. You have to create your mark to leave your mark, right? Well, visit logable.com right now so that you can get started. Alright you guys, Uh, set your head, had a little hiccup, Um, I had to turn off the Wi-Fi. so hopefully it's good now and y'all can hear me crystal clear, let me go ahead and ask for my motherfucking money and do not forget, want to join the conversation, hashtag my radio on twitter and I'll read your thoughts live on the air, and if you've been watching the show and enjoying yourself, how about you like the video and subscribe, now let's get back to the show,
0: more money, more money, more money,
1: are you enjoying the show? then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people, for the people. So you gonna invest in a nigga or what? Chill. All right, you guys, make sure y'all send me y'all lunch money. Y'all ass is supposed to be on a diet any goddamn way. So, I mean, what's real up? Let me go uh, check the hashtag real quick. And then I want to get into uh, whatever in the hell is going on with Lil Nas X. He always got a problem. I'm hearing that um, his his shit got removed. Hmm. All right, y'all. Let's go ahead and read a couple of these comments from the Mob Radio hashtag. So, in a recent interview... Oh, we gon- oh yeah, we got to get into Cardi B being a terrible rapper. Funk Flex did come out and say that. Shout out to you, baby. I forgot.
0: Ooh
1: matter of fact i forgot two things okay so if you want to be a part of the conversation make sure that you hashtag my radio so i can go check so cardi b has been keeping up all of this bullshit some of the same bullshit is what we just discussed and then, here she goes with an update to her Reeboks collection. So, shout out to T-Serve Code. Cardi B said, um, My brand new Reebok and Cardi collection, including apparel for the first time, launches on April 23rd at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Tagged Reebok, Reebok, and Cardi B. We can tell by the grammar that Cardi didn't type this up. Whoever wrote this message needs complete control of her Twitter account. Yeah, she's using this shit for promo. This bitch can never be Chun-Li. I mean, what kind of shit is this? Now, this bitch just set up in clown all motherfucking week. And it just so happens, now she got clothing. Child, please. Now, now that we get past that and we look at this, Chun-No. Okay? And um, how do y'all feel? How do y'all feel? Uh, I think that the lavender set is cute. Uh, To me, it's the cutest uh, piece that she has in the line nothing that really stands out to me when we have things like ivy park and uh all of these different sets that are really just killing it we got the staples like nike and adidas and shit like that we got shit like fabletics you know all all of these different services that are really making um workout gear that's affordable cute trendy um you can mix and match it you can transition throughout your day really well uh i'm not just taken aback but i'm not wild you know about this right here i think it's cute i think that if it was in a lineup and you were in the mall shopping and you wanted to get it to go with the shoes it would make sense and i mean if that's your thing then go ahead but um that that's all i got for it um and like i said i think that the the lavender shoes are all right but i, I don't like them altogether. I, i've never worn Reebok though so maybe i'm a little biased in that regard do y'all wear Reebok? so it don't have nothing to do with cardi they said it's very beauty supply chic Okay, yeah, I, I've never worn, re- I've never worn a Reebok in my fucking life. I don't even know. I've seen niggas in Reebok, but like, did nobody wear a Reebok? Like, I've never worn a Reebok in my fucking life. <laughs> that's, that's that city trend shit. I mean, it, and it is what it is, but uh, that's just me. And so let's check out this set. Um, let me tell you what I don't like. The set is real Mexican to me. I don't like shit. You see that mesh, mesh on the thigh, mesh on the leg, girl. Please stop. I I I don't like that. It's giving me jeans with no pockets on the back. That's what it's giving me. It's it's giving me soulful. And then the the Reeboks looking like some knockoff ass Jordans. Now y'all know how black people do. Oh what the fuck is them Oh what the fuck is that? I can't wear them. Jalen say it's giving Elm a part. They say Cordy part. Bitch, them hoes look too much like Jordans for me to put them on. So I, I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. Uh, here go the purple pair. To me, see, this is cute. I think the purple ones are cute. And I think they will really, really be cute for some kids. That is, I love purple. Purple is one of my favorite colors. And so my favorite colors are white, black, and gold. And then my color color I love is purple. So um, I think that that's really cute. It's soft. And everything like that. It can go with a lot. And I, I really could see some kids in it. So I think that that set is really cute. They said, really, they look like sketches. You show sure right. And see, I say kid. Because look at that damn bottom. Them hoes look like they all light up. I know Cardi not out here selling these uh, sex trafficker alert shoes. Bitch, we almost 30 years old. And you got me out here wearing these goddamn shoes, bitch. They're gonna be following you all the way to your damn car, bitch. You're gonna be running and hiding, and they ass gonna be right on your heels. I can't be wearing them. Uh uh-uh, uh uh uh. Ooh wee! Knock knock! All forces. What is this? Oh, I do not like that. Okay. Uh, it looks. It's about to be a girl fight. Uh, that's what these shoes is giving me. Um, they're thick, thick bottomed. Uh, okay, girl. up girl. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Why these shoes look like they was made with Legos? Okay. Um, I... It's giving pleather. I don't, I don't like them shoes. Let me just say it like that. I don't like them. I don't like them. So um, I think that if you like the style of it, I can see why you were having on. If that's your cup of tea, then go ahead and, and drink the shit. Make sure to cool off first and do your thing. Me personally, I don't give a fuck. I will not be buying it. I ain't never will about, Ain't about to start today. The okay? They said get the skate through Walmart if you down. Bitch. Coop say it's giving Piccadilly apartments in the summer of 2007. What do you know about Piccadilly apartments? I have some of my fondest memories of my life come from my time in Piccadilly apartments in Houston, Texas. My auntie actually was living in Piccadilly first and she had she was living there for a long time. And then my mama had got an apartment over there. Whenever we would go to my auntie's house when she was living over there, we would go to Piccadilly apartments. Piccadilly apartments um it had a hole in the fence. And so you could go through the back by the second pool. And you could go through the hole, go across the bayou, and then the YMCA was over there. But the YMCA wouldn't let all the nigga kids in there. So me and my cousin would go and, like, play on the swing and literally just want to be a part of going through the hole, going across the bayou, climbing up the thing, and even just being over there. The older kids, my cousin eight years older than me, the older kids would be over there playing. My other cousin only two that I was real close with growing up, Chris. Shout out to Chris and Chante. And so um, we would just kind of be around. And so it was so much shit that was going on, like, um... So many fond memories The cool cup lady The nacho lady Walking to the fucking corner store You know what I'm saying go, Running through and terrorizing people Playing Nick or not. That's why I really earned my stripes And terrorizing my community And so I'm forever grateful To Piccadilly Apartments for that Forever grateful Um, You know The apartment I, I would literally run and hide And I would go I remember one time this lady We wanted to play office Me and my cousin And this lady, she uh, had her Christmas shit up. This Mexican lady. And on her little patio, she had it tacked to the outside. She had a wreath up and all that kind of shit. Me and my cousin was listening. We had found one of my auntie old Simply Red cassette tapes. And he had got like a boombox for Christmas. So we was playing Simply Red, running through my auntie coffee, making white toast, putting sugar and butter all on it. And we decided that we needed to hang some shit up in our offices. So my office was in the other half of my auntie closet. And then my cousin, he had an office. Since it was his house, he had an office on the other half of the closet and he took majority of the office in the living room that we had made with the sheets and stuff and with the pillows by the couch. And so I did give him that jurisdiction. And so we needed to hang some stuff up just for aesthetics so that we could really feel motivated when we would, you know, be, we were teachers too on the side. And so we would teach uh my little brothers. So I had two little brothers. So, I would teach one, my cousin would teach one, and then we would switch at half day. And then we would have uh, lunch, and we would make ramen noodles and stuff. So, it was a well-balanced diet and everything. And so, um, <sighs> me me and my cousin, we had went outside, and that Mexican lady had all them fucking texts, all that Christmas shit up. And we was like, man, it ain't even Christmas no more. That bitch ought to take that shit down anyway. And so, my cousin Chris was the lookout. And so, I had took all the texts out. But I'm talking about, I was just picking texts. Like, I was picking fleas off a of motherfucking manger mutt. I'm taking all that lady texts, man. That shit hit the floor. Them lights hit the ground, bitch. I felt like that door was opening up. Bitch, I had a handful of texts just running. Bitch I'm, bitch, I'm talking about just a handful of texts just gone. <laughs> bitch, laughing at the hoe. Bitch, fuck your decorations. <laughs> ah, bitch, I love Piccadilly apartment. So... Uh, shout out to Piccadilly Apartments over by Madison. If if you grew up on the south side of Houston, Texas, then you know exactly what the fuck I'm talking about. If you didn't, then you don't know shit about it, and you did miss out. They say the ghetto ain't no fun. It is a little scary, but it is fun. (laughs) Sometimes. Alright, you guys. Let's go ahead and get into what Funk Flex had to say about Cardi B recently, because he called her trash. Ooh. Shout out to OnSite
0: with love so love on the show I, I do think cardi B's a terrible rapper my nigga i just, <laughs> just do man Damn. Damn. i know sometimes i just want to tell you Damn. i do them I mean, you let I it mean. weight off your shoulders just yes, yes. yes. <laughs> yes. i like, just please man Damn.
1: and but but i think she's respectfully another, no respectfully. she's an amazing entertainer i love her on social media i love the way she talks about a subject I like her whole
0: swag. I like everything. She's a terrible rapper, man. Hold on, when you say that, you mean the okay. bars or just because she's not writing it or is it just... No, she, she sucks. sucks. if somebody wrote it, those, are, <laughs> those aren't good bars. <laughs> so <laughs> somebody sold you bad bars. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, there's yeah. no i going to fucking yeah. say it. Nobody going to say it. You got it. You the only one that's going to say shit like this, Flex. You the only one, baby.
1: Oh my- Shit, they must ain't heard my radio. <laughs> Bitch, please. He don't know what gonna do what. <laughs> it don't matter who wrote it. it. It it's lacking, mediocre at best. Okay. It, I don't give a damn who wrote the shit. Um, entertainer, I can agree with that, because I do think that Cardi has that. Excuse me, has that it factor when she does her photo shoots when she does her shows all kind of stuff she's engaging i will give her that but she is a terrible rapper and i don't think that um let me block you i don't think that anybody should be afraid to speak their piece you know what i'm saying it just is what it is so expect cardi b to be arguing with funk flex all goddamn day now let me go ahead and check this hashtag to see if y'all have given y'all opinions on some of the shit that's been going on all right certified barb said he ain't wrong i hate how that other person being uh being barbs up i don't know if you misspoke but you said he ain't wrong i agree baby they got a thread they want me to look at what what fucking thread is this they said nikki should have locked the door and burned the key so they asked megan a name your top five favorite things to rap about megan uh, young miami said my pussy of course money niggas and every now and then I got to throw my kids in there. JT, I like to rap about money, stealing, niggas, scamming, and my struggle with prison. What diversity? Where did they say this at? They're sending me over to Interview Magazine. Okay. City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion celebrate their rap game dominance. So let me look at this. When did this come out? Oh, this literally just came out. Ooh, let's check out this exclusive. Oh! Shout out. Shout out to the Mob Radio hashtag. So, City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion celebrate their rap game dominance. Um, you say the City Girls and Megan Thee Stallion? Really? Really? So we sitting up here making alliances and shit like that. Is this why there's been all that bullshit ass love? They was going to be on doing on the tip and Megan was going to help them elevate as well. Wow. What is this? All right, people. This was just put out today by Interview Magazine. So you'll see it on the blogs very, very soon, I'm sure. Let's get into these looks. I don't know what in the 1970s slut shop is going on over here, but I'm not feeling it. It's looking psychedelic, funkadelic, uh, and no kind of funky fresh. I don't know where the hell is going. I don't know where in the hell Jatavia is going. But I would rather go where Young Miami is going rather than wherever in the fuck JT is going. Now that I can say plainly. What what what, what the hell is this? Okay. Let's take a look at the right. I see some titties. Is that a roll, JT, or is that just the bell? I don't like that angle. Uh, JT sitting on the piano. The grand piano. Okay, uh, the dresses are cute. I'm not loving the photographs or the angles. I'm not understanding who did this. Don't take no more pictures for nobody. So let's go ahead and get into the write-up. Real ass bitch give a fuck about a nigga. Big Birkin bag hold five six figures. So begins and such is the sentiment of the City Girl song act up. Their most popular single to date, as well as their mission statement. <laughs> Woo! I would be so fucking embarrassed. <laughs> wow. Um okay, okay. Um <laughs> self-possessed. What? Self-possessed and uh, braggadocious in equal measure, Jatavia Johnson and Carisha Marley, known professionally as JT and Young Miami, have become a, uh, have become I'm sorry a glossy fixture in rap music since their two, uh, 2018 debut album, Girl Code. I think I'm stuttering over this because it's such utter bullshit. Y'all have become a glossy fixture in rap music. At best, y'all have become a cute afterthought. I mean, what? You're, they're not a goddamn fixture. If the city girls disappear tomorrow, we will say, what happened to Carisha and uh, Santana? Swear guard, God, tell me I'm lying. What happened to Carisha and Santana? That is all the fuck we will say. Like, can y'all please stop? Can y'all please stop? With raunchy lyrics and attitudes to match, their rise has been swift, albeit uncertain. When JT was sent to prison in 2018 on charges of critical fraud, just as the group was gaining notoriety for their feature on the Drake single, In My Feelings. Don't forget, would the city girls even be in our minds if Drake wouldn't have put that snippet in his song? Swear to God, I don't think so. I, I'm one of them people that feels like, hell no. No, no, no. So they say Young Miami stuck to the plan, promoting their music on her own with precise determination, even begging DJs to play their songs at clubs. When was was Young Miami? You had to beg, boo? Oh, wow. Go ahead and give us the tea. They had to beg? Okay. When J.C. was released last year, the Miami-born rap duo released their second studio album, City on Lock. Uh, let me cut the suspense. It went double aluminum foil. Uh, in some states, it actually went copper. That's what I heard. Y'all better dominate. Huh? So, um, they said that the second studio album... Uh, City on Lock helped position them among a group of young black women who are dominating hip-hop. If City on Lock helped to put them amongst the people dominating in hip-hop, then that says everything about female hip-hop right now. And it validates everything that we've been saying about female hip-hop. The City Girls have made no noise since ACT UP. The City Girls have remained fixtures on social media. They have not, in my opinion, made any type of radio or motherfucking... Um, billboard noise since act up as noted in the beginning of this goddamn write-up the uh throat baby remix it was cute for what it was and it did gain some traction but once again it still ain't made no profound impact nothing off of that second album made even a splash in the same way that act up did pussy talk to me did not do that well even though it's one of the ones that that stuck out So how do y'all feel about that? How do y'all feel about that? Let me know. So let's go ahead and get into the rest included in that class is the three-time grammy award-winning houston-based rapper megan Thee stallion who recently called up the girls to discuss their journey from the projects to uh the projects of miami to nobu beverly hills okay so let's go ahead and get into it they said megan Thee stallion said hey girl carisha said hey megan she said what jt jt said hey y'all megan said my first question is people think they know miami from their vacations or what they see in movies or on tv tell me about your miami that's not a question. JT said, the Miami I grew up in has no palm trees. It's hood. It's fun and all that, but it's not beaches, and it's not what you see on Miami Vice. It's more no, like, corner stores and projects. Young Miami said, um, yeah, what JT said, it's way more realistic than that, and than what y'all see in the movies. And so Megan and Stallion said, can you talk about how Miami has influenced you? What elements of the city do you draw inspiration from for your music? JT said, the struggle, the fast life, the stealing, growing up around my mom and auntie, they were always uh, talking to men for money. I've never seen my mom in a real relationship. I'm not trying to throw her under the bus, but my mama was always about her money. My auntie was always about her money. That's what I grew up around, that type of life, the stealing and hustling. Um, That's where the influence comes from in my music. Besides growing up in the slip and slide records era, uh, when we had the raunchy music with Trick Daddy and Trina, that's how we really know. And see, this is what happens when no one intervenes. And that's why I thank God for pivotal people in my life because I have seen women in my life who have lived a particular way and done a particular type of thing. But I'm so grateful for being grounded and understanding that that's not the type of woman that I want to be. When you, when you look at JT now, who will swell up and down and she is not a broken little girl, but you can read this or you can listen to me read it to you and you can you know get an understanding of the fact that she's never seen anybody in a real relationship. So how she going to know how to be a part of a real relationship? You understand? So, is it far-fetched to believe that she will feel validated when she, when little Ozzie go get her motherfucking bag or that she does feel loved or that that is important to her? Well, there it is then. Yeah. But see you already knew that already. And the sad part is, yeah, I grew up around stealing and hustling. She ain't said nothing about anything that would empower a child, make a child feel loved. I grew up around that. That wasn't all I grew up around, though. I grew up around life lessons. I grew up around getting reprimanded. I grew up around being taught some shit. You know what I'm saying? I grew up around God, nigga. It wasn't all, like, come on now. Is that it? Okay. Let's get into Young Miami. Young Miami say... I'm from Opalaka. Bitch, what? Bitch, what is that? Who wee They call her young Miami. Do we need to call her little Opalaka? She said, I'm from Opalaka." The stuff that I saw growing up was shootings. My mama used to steal. My daddy was selling drugs. My mama used to sell clothes for us to get by. she just steal clothes and sell them. That was basically my upbringing, just growing up in the struggle. They say, your mama still, still. Shut up. Y'all need to be quiet. We having story time. Be quiet, people. Be quiet. <laughs> Megan the Stallion said, I feel like y'all's music definitely helps a lot of us. Girl bitches like you even myself when i want to put on some shit that makes me remember let me go uh, go get to this bag let me get uh get to this money i play city girls because y'all really make me feel comfortable our types of struggles are different from a lot of struggles that other women go through this is actually hood shit that's why i relate to y'all so much because we had similar upbringings when did you realize that music was becoming something that you could actually do and something that you actually wanted to make a career out of i want to pause i want to pause excuse me megan what did you say you said our types of struggles are different from a lot of struggles that other women go through. What are you talking about? These are self-imposed things. Then nobody have to struggle like that. See, I hate that y'all glamorize this bullshit. I'll tell you about a motherfucking struggle. And we can talk about some demons in our community. But people getting up and deciding to go boost and resell shit because they don't want to get up off their ass and go apply their motherfucking sales. That ain't no hustle. And it ain't the types of struggles that our people have to go through at all. And I'm confused. When did you go through that? When did you go through that? But, oh, Megan Thee Stallion is confirming what Mob Radio pulled up when we pulled up the fact that her mama had actually went to jail for stealing and shit. Oh, that's what she's talking about. So, hold on, hold on. Because, see, y'all will sit up and say... Oh, my radio, you be going too far. Nah, my radio only did they homework. So I'm already knowing what the fuck Megan talking about. Whereas somebody else will be saying, well, what Megan ain't never said. What is? She, how can she relate to that? She ain't never talked about that. But see, Megan just told on her damn self. Megan just told on her damn self. If you've been watching my radio, we pulled up all of the receipts. Young Miami said her daddy was selling drugs. What kind of past do Megan daddy have? See, Megan don't never want to have them types of talks. But now that she wants to be able to relate to the city girl, see, she gonna let a little bit of that shit out. Oh, she talking too much now. Oh. Be quiet. Better be quiet. And see, this, this, this will get on my damn nerves. We on our own accord because we're thorough. We gonna pull the shit up. Oh, y'all doing too much. But when they get ready to touch on the shit and y'all feel like, oh, now let me go look into it. Y'all last place ass think y'all got something. Baby, how old is that? How old is that T? I, I wanna make sure y'all remember, okay? Wanna join the conversation? Hashtag my radio on Twitter and I'll read your thoughts live on the air. And if you've been watching the show and enjoying yourself, how about you like the video and subscribe? Now let's get back to the show. All right, you guys, let's get back to it. So, JT said, girl, when they said I was going to jail, there was nothing else to do. It happened so fast. Us getting booked so quickly, and people were gravitating to us, and we were packing our clubs our first time. So it was like, damn, we got it all. The lyrics, the lifestyle, we got the look. We got something that could probably take us to another level. But I never thought it would take us this far. I just knew it was going to get me through the situation that I was in. So Young Miami, I mean, JT didn't even believe in her damn self. Young Miami said, JT went to jail, and I used to have to beg the DJs to play our song. I used to be like, JT, we got to rap for real. They were going up for our songs in the club, and she would be like, bitch, I'm in jail. I'm not thinking about no fucking music. And I was like, JT, JT, this is our way out. I think we should take this seriously. So, Young Miami say that uh, JT was very unmotivated. She had lost a lot of hope, basically, being out in jail. Being out, you know, of the public eye. And that's crazy because we've been giving the impression that Young Miami, they didn't always told us that Young Miami, the one who didn't want to rap and didn't want to do it. JT was the one who wanted to do it. So, what what the fuck really going on over here? They said Miami said that before? Okay, okay. JT said, yeah, when we first came in, it was like something was missing. That's how I found out about you. Because people always used to write me on Twitter like, oh, there's this girl. She from Texas. She be talking about the same shit y'all be talking about. At the time, there was nobody really on that type of shit. Megan Thee Stallion talking about, yes, you a motherfucking lie. You are a motherfucking lie. Shout out to Kenna Man, Libra Jolie, and anybody else who was sitting up doing their shit. This is just PR. Yes, Alexis. Do you see PR? This is a scheme that Todd set up to come to us with the bullshit. Y'all are telling us that Megan and the City Girls are dominating hip-hop. When, when we look at the charts, it looks more like Nicki Minaj, Cardi B, and Doja Cat are doing that. And y'all are telling us that they're the ones who did this shit. Okay JT said Like if you ain't got no money You can't fuck me Then we had such kid voices So it's like hold on hold on How old are these girls Y'all don't sound like kids Y'all sound like illiterate ass adults Megan said I loved it I remember the first time I ever heard y'all I was like oh my god these bitches is it I feel like I'm ratchet But I was definitely like okay this is a whole different accent This is a whole different style This is a whole different experience I've been a fan ever since how did you celebrate your record deal? What was the first thing you bought? JT said, "Carisha got that range, Rover. Young Amy said, I got that range. Uh, Megan said, JT, what did you get? JT said, At the time, I was so hood, I think I gave my ex-boyfriend some money for his lawyer and he still went to jail for a long ass time. Ooh, girl, I hate him. Other than that, I don't remember. I was just spending money fast. I ain't gonna lie. Megan Thee Stallion, Can you two talk about the first time that y'all met and what made y'all click? JT said, oh my God, that was so long ago. We went to the same school, but I'm a year older than her. I don't know how we met. Probably through my space or just being kids. I liked her family. You could do whatever you wanted over at her house. Her mama was so nice. Her family has always been lit and welcoming to me. I think they like me better than her. Her daddy especially. What type of shit is that to say? Did she laugh after that? So wait a minute wait a minute wait a minute i i think that that's something that should have been left out just because of what could be done with it to put an emphasis on the fact that her father her daddy especially some somebody could ask what the fuck is that supposed to mean it just could have been left out jt let's leave that out next time i'm not gonna really just take go too deep into it but I just would feel like you need to leave that the fuck out, especially with your damn reputation. Um, Saying things like we grew up a particular way, and then we, you could do whatever you want to do at her house. Like what? Like when Kenrysha outside twerking and shit. All that shit that y'all didn't had no business doing. That's what y'all could do over there. Her mama was so nice. Mm-hmm. See, them the type of houses I wasn't allowed to go to. And JT need to shut the hell up. Mm. Okay, let's continue reading this ragly ass interview. You you know what be pissing me off? The fact that if me or you went outside and took pictures like these hoes be taking pictures, they would clown the fuck out of us. Why they hell? Why the hell are they on the basketball court and these major red ass outfits sitting up on on the goddamn lawn chairs, the beach chairs? What the fuck is this? D four L man but anyway what else was said young miami said he likes you better than me my daddy hates me do we need some counseling over here what type of shit is this then megan changes the subject megan said when did making music come into the friendship bitch JT said her family. I think they family like me more than her. Her daddy especially. Young Lammy said he like you better than me. My daddy hates me. What kind of shit did Megan said? What when they making music coming to the friendship? What type of shit is this? Okay. JT said bitches used to always uh be hating on Carisha and I used to get mad. I wanted her to make a song about these girls and i wanted to say their names but it didn't really work out it worked out more with the niggas it was better saying fuck these niggas bitches be relevant. megan said do y'all think that competition in hip-hop is bullshit, or it's something that really motivates you jc said i'm really not a competitive person that's because you ain't in the game coach shut up yeah you you damn right you don't need to be a competitive person because you wouldn't have nobody to compete with Anyway, the only time I ever felt down is out is when I was in, uh, in a halfway house and I couldn't do stuff. But now that I can, I can't. Oh, my bad. The way they put that space, I thought that was the end of the sentence. But now that I can, I can't blame nobody else to even be competitive with nobody. It's motivating just to see women right now winning and to be a part of it. Young Mamie said, same thing she said. Megan said, I definitely feel like we're creating her Um When they look back years from now, they're going to see. Oh, these was the women that was really taking over. People really don't know that a lot of us are actually cool outside of the rap shit or outside of the internet. A lot of the time, how we come across on the internet is not really reflective of how we are in real life. Both of y'all are so sweet, but y'all so real too. That's what it is. Sometimes it's hard to translate how real you are over a screen. Um, We will not look back and say a damn thing about man one of y'all asses. And I I guarantee you that y'all are not impactful like that taking over, dominating, making history. Do y'all remember that this opened up with real-ass bitch give a fuck by the nigga? And they said that that was their mission statement. Ain't nobody gonna be quoting these hoes. They're gonna be on an episode of Unsung. And if, if they do real good, they'll get a two-hour slot. Here Hell, they going to... Cake, 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 bitch. That whole sound like the beginning of pound cake, bitch, <laughs> with, with Jay-Z and Drake. Um, what, what, said, what was that? Said? JT said, yeah, because I don't play. I don't give a damn. They be getting on my nerves. They be forgetting that we're human and we see that stuff. A bad thing gonna catch my eye more than a good thing because I know that you uh mean that bad thing. Love be so fake, but hate be so real. I bet she thinks she said something. Girl, shut up. Megan said, people can really dehumanize other people on the internet. They act like you above replying to a nasty comment. Like, girl, if this is real life, somebody will say something back to you. What is it like dealing with the music industry while trying to stay authentic and independent? jt said the music industry um has a crazy up and down kind of feel it fucks with our mental state a lot because now we're focused on numbers and strings and shit megan said when you think about it we have to chart like this or we have to write like this it's hard for you to keep that same city girl sound that we all know and love do you feel like you have to be more cookie cutter cookie cutter jt said i was just sending carisha some songs we did in 2018 and i was like we gotta redo these songs because we ain't give a fuck what we said when you get in the industry and you start hearing other people's music and start looking at the charts and start reading the comments you try to be more like what you think is gonna sell more than what's truly yourself when i was sending her these songs i was like carisha we gotta redo these songs because this is us right here this was us when we had nothing to lose we had no money this was us it's hard to stick to that sound though as you grow So Megan said, can you talk about adversity and using it to your benefit? JT said, I'm so comfortable and content with myself that I don't even think I'm struggling. I'd be like, bitch, I'm so happy. Back then, I was really struggling. And when you're struggling, I feel like you make the best music. When you ain't got nothing to lose, you make the best music. I really come from nothing, so anything is a blessing to me. I got lazy and comfortable at one point, but I'm getting back into that mode where I feel like we've got something to prove. So right now, that's what I'm on. It's comeback season. Megan said, Miami, what was it like when JT was away? Do you have any moments where you thought everything that y'all had worked for was in jeopardy, and how did you get out of that? How did you persevere? JT said, we already knew she was going to jail, so we had a plan. It was like, okay, she going to jail, and I'm going to do whatever I got to do to keep it going. I feel like I did a good job. Everything was new for me, too. So it was literally, um, I was like in the middle of the ocean, and I had to motherfucking swim. We had that time with Drake, and I felt like I did good. I thought I held the room down. It was hard. Sometimes I'd be sad, like, damn, I don't want to do this. I can't do this. And then I had other moments where I was like, man, I got to do this, because if I don't do it, what's going to happen? The city girl's just going to go away. So I just attacked it. Megan said when JT was away I didn't even feel like both of y'all wasn't still together I saw the city girl's name everywhere It still felt like she was home I definitely feel like you did what you were supposed to be doing When she was gone so shout out to that uh, What do y'all see as a benefit of being a duo JT said I feel like Elricha has more of the city girl side to her The whole aura of it She a party girl, she lit, she gonna be shaking her ass And I'm probably gonna be standing there mad about something I'm glad that you said that Cause that's all you fucking do That's why I don't nobody like you Megan obviously did not watch the docu-series that the City Girls put out. I don't know why in the fuck y'all did this interview together when y'all already went over this bullshit, this, this anti-climatic-ass story on there, okay? Um. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's go to this right here. Megan Thee said, name your top five favorite things to rap about. Young Miami said, my pussy, of course, money, niggas, and every now and then, I got to throw my kids in there and this is what history is being made. These are the women that we will remember. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Young Miami said verbatim, my pussy of course, money, niggas, and every now and then I gotta throw my kids in there. JT said, I like to rap about money, stealing, niggas, scamming, and my struggle with prison.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Megan said Tell me the one place you really want to perform When COVID is over uh, On the blackest part of my ass That's where they want to perform And look at this shit They done pulled out a goddamn twister board this, this this shit looks so ghetto and stank um, This interview they could have kept it I think it highlights why um These people don't have the lasting power That they think they do I think everything about this interview Is what the fuck is wrong with female hip hop right now But do with it what you will businesses have paid astronomical amounts of money for logos for years but shout out to mac he's made it possible for anyone in the mob to create their logo for under 30 dollars making credible logos in just a few clicks there are thousands of professional templates on the website so everything is super easy to make and to edit you have to create your mark to leave your mark right well visit logable.com right now so that you can get started want to join the conversation Hashtag Mob Radio on Twitter, and I'll read your thoughts live on the air. And if you've been watching the show and enjoying yourself, how about you like the video and subscribe? Now let's. All right, you guys. So let's check the hashtag Mob Radio. Does someone have dad issues? Is that why JT um you looking for love in a clown ass nigga? Just asking. They said here goes here goes Megan Thee Stallion's career. Oh it's oh shit. Okay. So the city girls from King Holland, 7-Eleven. So the city girls had a chance to charge up some problematic birds on record, but didn't have the balls. So they switched it to fuck the men. Great job, bozos. Oh. They said, wait a minute. Shout out to Mulatto and Ken the Man. Megan, please stop. They said, let's be real. Megan the got Grammys off a line on Tory, and the city girls are pure trash can music. They say it's the same thing. I love my coochie, but don't want to talk. Uh, but don't want to talk about it all the time. That's all they talk about. King Nutty said, Megan to is an industry plant for people who have mental disorders." I'm telling y'all, she is special, and I'm not just kidding. <laughs> They said, this article is exactly what Cupcake was talking about. The female rap game is dried in the Sahara Desert. Where is Onika? Now, Cupcake did come out recently and say that female rap is boring. And if that's what's dominating female rap, can you understand what the fuck she means? They said, let's not forget about this, Millie. He wanna fuck with a raw bitch, like pretty face, white teeth, not average, I need four, five inside like savage, he my teeth, I need new digits of his plastic, hear me? Ugh. Okay. They said history? What fucking history they making besides them three Grammys? Okay, and then they said they just feel like making slow. So, you know, send me $20. That's what I need you to do. More
0: money, more money, more money.
1: Are you enjoying the show? Then go ahead and drop something in my cash up on my PayPal because this is an independent operation. This channel is funded by the people for the people. So you going to invest in a nigga or what? All right. I like my chips with dip hole. Do not play before I take a day off, bitch. Now, let's go ahead and move along. And I will be opening up the phone line so that y'all can call in. So, don't think that the hashtag means that we won't hear from you guys anymore. Because that's not the case. All right, y'all. So, last night was a shit show with Javante. I thought he was supposed to be in jail somewhere for whooping that girl's ass. But I do digress. He pops up online talking about, I can't stop cheating on my girl. I'm fucking retarded. And so, this young lady right here, her name is Nessa. She had been fucking with Javante along with a couple of other bitches. She said, I hate my lurking skills. I'll be finding exactly what I'm looking for. She said, um, including the whole family and don't what? And she said, and somebody don't play. I can't really see it because it's so damn small. When she said that two other women came forward and felt like, bitch, I know you're not trying to talk about me. And they let it spill that they had been fucking with Javante. Now, one of the women is uh, Bernice's daughter, the grandma Bernice that was fucking with T.I.P. Coming out from the V.I.P. Her name is Ashley Burgos. Okay, she was one of them. And then uh, this girl right here, this this wide back hoe with, with the big titties and the ass on her back. I don't know where she comes from, but she was getting some dick too, allegedly. So, she said, including whose family? Come outside. We in L.A. You sell pussy, sis. You saying your father will see? Your daughter will see your little secrets and see you get dragged? Not since you talking about having people, parents, info? Come outside. You selling pussy ass bitch. You on problems? You got them then, bitch. Oh, wow. And so this was directed at Nessa. This was directed at Nessa. Okay. Yeah, she looked like her body hurt. A lot of people are meant to be slim. I don't never need to get a fake ass because I don't even have a torso. And my ass already sit up high. By the time y'all ass is dropping, my ass is going to finally be in the right fucking place. So I don't need to go get some big stupid ass and pop it on my fucking back. God did not want me to have a big booty. He just wanted it to spread like butter. So that's just what it is. Okay? And it just is what it is. So every, it just everything don't fit. I have a slim build, naturally, and now I got hips and shit because damn kids. But, you know, I'm on the, like I said, the slimmer side. So, you know, this this shit has got to stop. Her body look painful. Now. Um, she continued to tag Nessa. She said, answer your FaceTime, Nessa, and come outside. She said, you little bitches are really pussy, and we're not playing with you Instagram bitches this year. Our business aside, Nessa, you never did nothing. We'll pack you up. I'm not playing with my friends or family. So she wants war. And Nessa don't even have a BB gun. So she did not come outside to play. My mama said I cannot come outside. Bitch, you better get the fuck up off my lawn, bitch. Now I know that. You better go on, no ho. And so this is when Bernice's daughter came into the mix. And she said, bitch, and you went too low. You know what's up, bitch? I stay out the way. But what you not gonna do is play disrespect, bitch. I am with whatever. Always a bitch. Never caught me lacking, bitch. I do the catching. You did some whole next level shit for no reason. What you did was whack, bitch shit. She said, most I ever did on Instagram in a while. I don't do Instagram shows ever. I'm really calm, but you played yourself. You want to threaten families like we're not groaning out with families and businesses? You got what you wanted. I'm ready when you are, cornball. So, these women, obviously, obviously, they they started to get ruffled up, when she said, including the whole family. When you have, you know, situations like uh, the one with Bernice and her daughter, that's two industry hoes. Is it possible that she may be aware of the mama fucking with them So Ain't no telling what she found. But it obviously appears to me that they feel threatened by whatever in the fuck she found. That's how it sounds. Cause it's, it's bitches telling on themselves. Y'all came out the woodwork to reveal who in the fuck y'all was after this bullshit right here. Either you wanted to do that anyway or it's some shit y'all don't want out. Because the girl didn't even say much. I mean, I'm trying to understand the energy. So, what made y'all feel like y'all needed to jump out the window? Okay, a hit dog on hollow and that's what the fuck it sounded like to me. A shame and a scandal. Now, let's go ahead and get into Kanye West. Oh, shout out to the shame room. They said that Kanye West has asked for joint custody and no spousal support in his divorce to Kim Kardashian. They say that he's supposed to be a billionaire. Uh, they say that the Yeezys are the, um, what did they say about the shoe? Is it, like, the most wanted shoe or the most historic shoe in history? Some shit like that. So, it seems like Kanye West just wants to get this over with. Do you think that Kim is going to pose a problem? Now, she did say earlier the most valuable shoe. That's what it was. Thank you, guys. The most valuable shoe. Um, Kim did say that she wanted joint custody as well. So, it doesn't seem like they're on different pages. And I think that this will, you know, um, I think it will be handled, you know, quietly. And I think they'll get their settlements and shit like that. They have prenup set in place. Both of them have money. So as long as the kids are safe, then that's that. What I do not like is the way that they try to use his mental illness against him. But the y'all still want him to be around the kids. Obviously, y'all don't feel like he's too much of a threat. He's too goddamn crazy. If you can trust him with it, when I when somebody is keeping my children, I trust them with the lives of my children. So how I feel about it is. Continue to handle it behind closed doors. That's cool. Certain shit is going to get out. But stop trying to paint him as fucking crazy. Because he ain't too crazy for y'all to feel like he could still be a fucking father. So let's not do that. So I don't know how Kim going to play this shit when she get up on that damn show. But don't try to play with him, bitch. Because that's when it's going to be a problem. I want to go to T-Serve Cold. And I want to get into what um, Lil Nas X had to say. Was it That's So Bold? I do see an update on um, T-Serve Code. Let me go to That's So Bold. Because I saw a story that said that his music had got removed from a couple of places. So if I can't find it, it really doesn't fucking matter. But I did. Ooh, shout out to that So Bold. So Lil Nas X said that his single Montero, it may be taken off of streaming platforms. Okay? So he went on Twitter and he said, I'm not even joking. Everybody stream Call Me By Your Name hard today because it may um, no longer be available tomorrow and there's nothing I can really do about it. Thanks for all the support, though. Okay? And then check it out. It says, it looks like Montero, Call Me By Your Name, is no longer available. Has anybody checked it out? And it sounded like a publicity stunt. they said that he's lying he wanted views it was never removed how fucking lame how fucking lame let's check this out right here kevin abstract shared on his instagram a photo of little nas x and dominic Fike kissing i don't know who in the hell dominic Fike is but how do y'all feel about this how do y'all feel about it i don't feel any type of fucking way about it i don't give a shit okay didn't he say he liked it? so he kisses boys we knew that right Okay, I don't give a damn. PR stunts, PR stunts, okay? So I'm really just not feeling it. And T-Serve Code did have the post, but I uh I just didn't see it. All right, you guys, Charlotte McGay has something to say. Let's check it out. And I'm sure I've said this other places as well. To me, the greatest R&B singer, you know, of the past decade is, is absolutely Miguel. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to nobody else. It's a a lot of other a lot of, you know, brothers and and sisters doing their thing, man. But I'm just talking about when it comes to like that, that old OG, you know, traditional, you know, RB that I that I that I love, you know, the the, the Jodeci type shit and, you know,
0: you you know,
1: Drew Hill, you know,
0: guy (laughs) with piece of my love, like that soulful, like, Mm. mmm. It's, it's, it's always been Miguel for me, and, and I'm.
1: Another reason why the Breakfast Club needs to be called the Brunch Hour, because ain't nobody getting up to listen to that bullshit. Um, I love Miguel's voice, and he does have some good songs, but let's not put him in the same category as these other guys because he's not even that type of guy. Miguel is a R and B rock star. is what I like to call him. Um, that's per his sound. That's per the type of music that he makes and all that kind of shit. If you want that boy pussy, just say that. Because I don't know what the hell you talking about. Um, Is he underrated? Miguel is not underrated. Miguel did a kick, drop, flying kick on that girl. damn neck. That's what the hell Miguel did. Shit ain't never been the same since he fell on that bitch head. So quit acting like y'all don't know what happened. Miguel was at the top of the truck. Miguel was doing his thug fizzle. And he fell on that bitch neck and got up and kept dancing. They said, what kind of shit is this? And bitch, it ain't never been the same. It ain't never been the same since then. So shit, y'all know what happened. Hell, y'all remember that. The way he fell on that bitch neck, bitch, (laughs) wasn't no fun. All right, you guys, let's get into this from Doja Cat. Doja Cat says, so good, we came back for more. My second collection with Pretty Little Thing, okay? I'm sure T-Serve Code got some of the looks. Let me go check it out. Shout out to Doja Cat. Did y'all get any other pieces from the first collection? I thought that they had some really, really, really cute pieces. I didn't order any of them because the one time that I ordered from Pretty Little Things, I was not happy with my order. And I've never ordered again. I have ordered from Fashion Nova, and nine times out of ten, I get what I was looking for. It fit how I wanted it to fit, and that was just that. Literally. I still go to the store, though, but I'm saying, like, uh, I've, there are some sites I have ordered from Sheen, 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 whatever the fuck. I didn't like the shit that I got from them, and I don't like the way that they try to dress little girls so it's one of them hit or miss things you like you want a little thing you want a little something something you can get it from the. i feel like if you want a dress or something like that yeah you can get one for fashion over ain't nothing but a whole bunch of alibaba boutique mile ass in there so same shit same shit but um let's go ahead and take a look shout out to t-serve code so pretty little thing by doja cat this is giving say so 70s it, it that feels like doja i like that that feels like doja good i couldn't really see it how do y'all feel about this outfit i like it i think that it's cute i love these types of tones and all i hope is that you hoes wear it appropriately this is swimwear shit. so don't be all at the club with this shit on. but i love these tones i love the look of it i love the vibe of it for a summer over y'all's bikinis love it love it <gasps> this is cute that's cute i say it like that because i don't know how i feel about it for me but i could definitely see another woman in it like i like it i just don't know if i like it for me that's cute though that's cute sometimes you got to try something on all right check this out another little cute dress that you can dress up or down don't looking good y'all all right look at this and so she got the top and the little bottom or you could pair it with some jeans and keep it simple. Okay. Okay. I love how Doja always looks like she's plucked out of somewhere, like another time and space. <laughs> I love shit like this. You wanna know what my forever aesthetic is? 90s brown skin bombshell. Cute jeans that got that nice cut. They, they uh, grip you like just right. They accentuate your curves. Nice, cute little top. You know, simple hair, simple makeup, like knee along on Fresh print, Like, just just cool. Like, just that effortless beauty. So, I love this right here. <coughs> and I, I think that um, I would be, like, considered plain. So, like, if y'all saw me on a day-to-day basis, I feel like it would be like, girl, what you on Santa Moesha or something? Like, like, I just like simple shit. And I just feel like it's, it's timeless. That shit don't never get old. So even something like this outfit, that's what it gives me, an updated version of some of that shit like that. And so I think that it's one of those pieces that you can have. And you can wear it like so many different places and really just have it. I like to have my clothes, I like to wear them more than one time. That's why I have a washer and a dryer. So bitch, I don't give a damn about what the fuck I took a picture in. I don't give a damn truth the bitch, I bought them clothes to wear it. So, do we buy things that are trendy? Of course. But I would like my shirt to be full of timeless pieces that I can wear. You know what I'm saying? That ain't never going to go out of style. And so, I really, really, really like this. I love the color and everything like that. Look at this right here. How do y'all feel about it? The overall look is cute. Uh, you A lot of people, we've been into the whole corset top for a little while. How do y'all feel about that? I like the looks. I don't think that I would wear the, the one on the right maybe not together maybe separately eh, i don't know but i still think that is cute one on the left we can do some shit with that i like that girl you better pop pop bitch okay pussy bone <laughs> okay i love it i love those just natural body okay uh i love it i love it let me tell you something because i don't have no fucking torso I'm one of them bitches that pulls up, you know, when you got the the panties or the bottoms or whatever, and you pull them up, and I have hips, right? So, it it give you that sexy cut, and you see how Doja got that ass coming around that side? If you got that type of body type, bitch, you better make something shake. Yeah, shout out to my bitches. They like to wear their shit up by their belly button. (laughs) Bitch! let me tell you something i be putting it right that shit be right up under my belly button bitch get into it so i love it i love it i love it i love it and i love that green i love that green I, that's a beautiful pop of color and black women please do not be afraid to wear color don't be afraid we can wear anything just find the color that suits you the shade the hue but you can wear anything up under the sun uh, the sun. Our skin in whatever variation is so gorgeous. So gorgeous. And so do not be afraid to put on something like this. And really just have your own self out there just looking amazing. Like, I feel like black women do themselves a disservice when they don't put them colors on. Y'all put them colors on proudly. And you wear it with fucking confidence. Look at this one right here. Do I like it? I do. Um, how do I feel about the little the little booty meat just all up in my face in the camera like that? The nigga part of me that does black fat ass searches does like it but for this right here you know what i mean can we put it down a little bit (laughs) okay come on now come on now uh listen 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 so i think that um i think that these are cute little pieces these are on trend and i think that for the pool i love that look over there that's cute that's cute and is that it okay y'all make sure that y'all check out the rest Uh, Of the website, there may be some other pieces. I'm not sure, but Doja Cat for her second collection with Pretty Little Things. Obviously, the first one went well, and I think this one will too. Shout out to Doja. Let me check some of the blogs right quick. All right, shout out to T. Serve Cold. Streams of Dmx's music have increased 928 percent following his death. Did that surprise anybody? All right, let's go ahead and check this out. the police officer who fatally shot Dante Wright has resigned. Kim Porter, or Kim Potter, I'm sorry, who shot Wright during a traffic stop and alleges it was an accidental discharge. He was 20 years old. Let me go to the Mob Radio hashtag and see if y'all have added anything to the conversation. And if you have, I'll read some of those comments out loud. Out loud. I'm sorry. In the meantime, this is how you can get featured. Okay? Are you ready to bet on yourself? If the answer is yes, then you better get in the Mob Radio slots. Mob Radio Slots is the opportunity for you to promote your brand or your business within a matter of a few clicks. And if you have $40, then you in there. Now, how do you enter? Now, we're going to keep it real simple. All you have to do is have your ad or your link ready to go. Tag hashtag Mob Radio on Twitter or at Mob's World on Instagram to get my attention. I'll select maybe two or three people. And after that, you send your payment with your social media handle in the description box so that I can make sure that it's you. And that's it. That's how you get a quick feature on my radio. May the odds be in your favor. Quick. All right, you guys. Let's check out this hashtag. So. Black Girl Magic said, Doja understood the assignment. Cute line. I'm loving the lime green pieces. Y'all make sure y'all show some support if y'all really feel that way. Mob Radio, her music is different. Her art. I think that she's underrated. Uh, are you speaking about Doja? If so, I agree. Um, in reference to the interview with Megan Thee Stallion and the City Girls, it was said by Minaj, um, No Mirage. It says, so basically, you like being a duo so Karisha can carry the dead weight. Gotcha. Is that what you got from that? Who said that? <laughs> Shamar said Doja is killing it Okay Bree said I think I, I think he ain't lying But I think y'all need to go back to school You don't think he's lying Okay okay Montero Call Me By Your Name Is not on her Apple Music Y'all make sure y'all go check it out I would go look But I have to boil an egg uh, Let's go and check this out from Monique They said them girls fighting But Diddy would never Oh yeah absolutely You know what we need to put a real spotlight on this so I will mention it but uh it's been on my social media and we can talk about it tomorrow there's a missing 18 year old okay and you may have seen her on my page and a couple of other people's pages I think she was going to LSU got into a car accident called for help and then has never been heard from again so something absolutely did happen to that young lady and uh, everybody's been trying to find her as the days pass you know you get more afraid of the fact that hey something horrible may have happened so, um, yes, we definitely can really, really dive into that tomorrow, okay? Let me put this volcano situation back on your mind, okay?
0: An evacuation frenzy. That's what the government in the tiny Caribbean island of St. Vincent is saying tonight after two massive volcanic eruptions. Thousands evacuating as ash rains down on the island of St. Vincent.
1: Tonight, the idyllic Caribbean island of St. Vincent covered in ash, eerily empty, after thousands of people told to evacuate immediately. Now, fears that rain may cause the superheated ash in the air to harden into rock. The ash itself,
0: if it gets wet, it's, it forms like a cement type of texture. Where experts warn that even bigger eruptions could still be in store. This could go on for months.
1: Let me tell you something. I just saw a post that Uber is thinking about adding uh, weed shipping. Let me put it on here from the Jasmine brand. Let my shit come up shout, bitch. You got one less runner, ho. And I'ma tell Uber that right now. <sighs> bitch, you, you got one less driver, bitch. And that's all I know. One thing I know and two for sure. You must not want no damn employees. Niggas will be getting robbed, niggas will be getting killed. They they already robbing the Uber drivers for uh Mick So what the fuck? They already stealing their car? So what what the fuck man what what would y'all do that for? Y'all don't give a fuck about nothing dog nothing at all. Well let's get into Rihanna. <laughs> Rihanna was out on the town um with ASAP Rocky he was out looking ashy. you know she was looking like she wasn't trying to be seen with him but you know they say they still fucking shout out to T serve cold E News they said bringing your new man to your ex's party that's not even God's plan huh. ha 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 so. A source tells e News that Rihanna and ASAP Rocky enjoyed a night on the town with her ex-boyfriend Drake. As the insider explains, Drake was hosting a huge group of friends in the back room of Delilah last night and invited Rihanna and ASAP. Even though the 33 year old star and hotline bling rapper have a romantic past, the source assures that there is no bad blood between them and explains that Drake actually approves and like ASAP and likes ASAP. Simply put, they're all really good friends. According to the source, they all had a good time together. Rihanna and ASAP arrived around midnight and stayed for several hours into the night. They were going back and forth between the main dining room and private room, and they were laughing with Drake and having drinks with him. There were bottles of 1942 everyone, and everyone was taking shots and having a good time. They said Rihanna looked happy to be out, and she was in a great mood. She was chatting with many people and friendly with anyone who approached her. She didn't care to be seen. ASAP was nearby her the entire time, um, but they weren't overly affectionate, and they left together in the same car. Let me tell you what I think. I think that uh, more people in real life should open themselves up to moving on and understanding that sometimes some things just didn't work out, and that's okay. And that doesn't mean that there will be some type of sexual contact after the fact. I think it's about how you do things. So do I think that it was fucked up that they went to her ex-boyfriend such and such? No, because uh, that could be ASAP ex-boyfriend, father fuck. We know. Y'all know how they get down. Bitch, let me tell you something. Let's get off of regular people. Let, let's let's get out of regular people. Everybody in Hollywood damn near them fucked. Wouldn't nobody be able to party if they had to worry about who, who in the room they had sex with? So they ain't doing nothing different than nobody else. They said Millie was taking care of Adonis. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Adonis was with his mother. I was present. Bitch. Okay. <laughs>
0: hmm
1: okay and so there was absolutely nothing going on um like i said everybody then set up and fucked everybody everybody then set up here and fucked everybody so what were they supposed to do but have a good time okay so what e-news what the fuck y'all feel like y'all want to write that for it must have been a slow news day go to hell now let's go ahead and get into this what's up fans bullshit what's up fans is supposed to be the rival to only because you know instagram ain't gonna let nobody have shit shout out to that so bold what happened alexis I, yes i get along with her the the actual statement is she gets along with me uh-huh i have allowed her to get along with me yes any more questions it's for the betterment of the stepchild so i do what i have to do as a fucking woman we made it through <laughs> What happened on Whistler Bella, Alexis? I'm on their website right now. What happened, girl? Who is this? Yeah, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing this post right here. Let's go and check this out really quickly, you guys. I never. I'm fucking so. You said the whisper report, not whispers with Bella. Do you know I add on a whole another word to the end of some shit and be somewhere or Oh yeah, I'm over here. What I just did is what I do in real life when I um am trying to go somewhere because I got to use the GPS to get everywhere. So my black ass, somebody, and this happens all the time. So somebody might say, for example, Mia, come to the Galleria. I put the Galleria address in, I come to the Galleria. Hold time. let's say, let's say I'm at, at the Woodlands Mall. They call me, where you at? Bitch, I'm inside, where you at? Send me your location. Bitch, that is not the right place. What are you doing? Ugh. <sighs> child, and I swear to God, I'd be in the right motherfucking place, so this is what actually happened, rumors with no regard, so they say her lipstick all over his face, so they said the couple of the hour was seen out in Los Angeles leaving a birthday party for her best friend Melissa Ford, okay, hmm, is that what that situation was, so what, what's the tea, what is they saying happened at the shindig, let me see what this says, So, it says, Rihanna was spotted with ASAP Rocky in New York last night. So, I I told you she was going to New York. She did this and that. Okay, let me go to Alexis' page. Let's go to Chatting Goats. Because, girl, you know I'm fucking slow. (laughs) Okay, here goes the full actual statement. Okay, so it was said by the Whisper Report, shout out to Chatting Goats, that last night, Drake had asked Rihanna, could he speak to her for a minute? And Rihanna just gave him a look asap told Drake allegedly, "Go ahead, do your thing," but then Rihanna allegedly told Drake, "That's some real shit, Drake." He then acted like he ain't know what Rihanna was talking about and said, "Uh," and then Rihanna said, "What could you possibly have to say that came?"